0: Look out at the lake and see Fasush and avidlar approaching your home. You walk down the stairs to the front door. Astra, are you ready? To talk? To train. We're training? We need you to help us find Felomir.
1: Okay. Uh what do we need to do?
0: Do you have a training room that is quiet? Yes. Is it possible we can also
1: get Keth to help? Yeah, I'm sure he'd be willing to help.
2: Okay.
0: He'll
1: he'll need to prepare for battle.
0: A door leading under the stairs takes the four of you to a basement room. Fasush and Avidlar pull out candles and books from their packs. Avidlar then places a small scrying orb on a stand between the two of you, Astra, and you two are now sitting cross-legged on the ground. Place Oystrich in the palm of your hands. Uh, okay. You will need to tap into that raw magic you have. Avidlar then begins to mutter softly. You see his purple glowing eyes where he is missing the flesh of his eyelids turns to a white light. And then slowly, fading into vision, you see the surrounding area you are in. You see a frozen winter forest and from behind avidlar you see Felomir walk up to a tree as you reach the bottom of the staircase you see the lab you had spent so much time in it is completely frozen over but in the center of the room you see the spot where you buried the stone that you believe killed Aaron. um i guess i'll walk over to the spot where i buried the stone and sort of investigate it see if it's still there as you dig at the frozen ground it takes some time but you find the stone. See if I can pick it up with something covering my hand. So yeah, you are able to pick it up that way. I guess deposit it somewhere on my person in my bag or something. You climb the Sparrow staircase out the top of the tree and then behind you, you hear that roar again in the distance. Astra, you see Felomir exit the tree. Your vision starts to fade to black again and then instantly release. Keth is panting heavily holding his weapon with an offensive stance, but behind him, you see Fasush on her back lying still. Give me initiatives, Dorothy and Finch.
3: Everybody
4: down, single file, behind Connor. I want to duck my head down. If you
3: have a shot,
0: take it. You hear the men screaming down the hall.
4: Oh, retreat,
0: retreat.
4: Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck.
0: (laughs) And then it goes silent, actually.
4: I think they're gone. Guys, we won. And I'm going to pull out my rapier and be like, "For Jeff (laughs) Kippa! Hoorah!
0: And as the fight ends, you hear someone walking in the sewage water up ahead. Hey,
4: what are y'all doing here? Excuse me? Who, Who are you? Who are you in my sewers? What are you doing in my sewers?
3: I'm Finch of the Crimson Command. The Crimson Command? Who's that? We are bringers of peace. What
4: the fuck?
3: He's this green goblin.
0: With, like, a really big belly. And he doesn't have a shirt on. So it's just, like, this really, like, round, bulbous belly. I'm Polby the sewer company.
4: Pulby, first, would you have any idea what's going on down here? We just chased a man down here.
0: Oh, yeah, I hunt the rats down here. I clean up all the rats. I eat all the rats. I kill the rats. I eat the rats.
4: That's very very interesting, trust me. Who are all these dead
3: people you just killed? These are bad guys, Pulby. The rats are the bad guys down here. Pulby, can you help us get past this gate. All right, follow me.
2: Hoo-dee-hoo.
0: After Avidlar and Astra came back from the scrying activity, the three of you helped Fasush come back to consciousness after the fight with the demon. Astra, you expended a cure wound spell slot to bring her back. But once Fasush came back too, Avidlar advised Fasush that Felomir was in the elven lands of Lithansis, and there were no clues on how he got there. Fasush then said after, This is shocking. I will need to rethink this. Avidlar, let's head back to my home and see if we can come up with a new tactic without Felomir to reach Hannet. The two left quickly after. Astra and Kath, you settle in upstairs in the dining room for lunch. You know that you have a mystery to solve tonight, with this strange figure polluting Lake Vyas. So you rest and recover from wounds and exhaustion as you prep for tonight's ambush. You will need to take a short rest to recover health for the day
5: using your hit die. Well, I didn't take much damage from that demon fight, so I will
4: expend one hit die. Alright? You spent the whole time hiding behind for sushi, I see. <laughs> Interesting.
5: Can I spend another hit die? You sure can. <laughs> cool. I'm back to to fool. Okay.
1: I'm going to use a few until I'm pretty much half health.
4: Is the sound of her calculator going to be in the, <laughs> <laughs> the
1: final cut? All the threes. Okay.
5: All right. Out of game. What did Astra take damage from last game? Yeah. The what?
0: pressure from uh, the the time travel, basically.
5: So, how should we do this?
1: Out. How, how should we do what?
5: How should we catch the guy that's poisoning the lake?
1: Oh yeah, that. Um, I forgot we were <laughs> on that. Yeah,
5: there's uh, a there's a lot going on right now.
1: Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I guess we just wait it out until he shows up, and you know, I guess.
5: We got to
0: hide somewhere.
1: Yeah. Is there like trees around?
0: Yeah, there's like trees all around the
5: lake. Yeah. How uh, how lush are they? Not, I mean, the trees themselves are lush, but there's not a lot of trees. Okay. Is there any like all around the perimeter of the lake itself, like yep. close? There sure are? Okay. Well, we could hide up in a tree.
1: Yeah, I think that would work. i just kind of, you know, see what he's doing. And I guess if we get the opportunity, stop him.
5: Yeah, well, interrogate him. Yeah. You have a you have like a spell that'll stop him somehow. Uh. I mean, I could just jump out of the tree and chase him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. Um. Yeah, I don't think I have anything that would necessarily stop him, but I could hurt him if necessary. Oh, you've got
5: you've got a uh, uh uh the the ice spell.
1: Ray of frost.
5: Yeah, that's that slows him. That'll slow him.
1: Yeah, you're right. I could do that. And then I'll
5: catch up, bash him in the
1: head. There you go. <laughs> But uh, we don't wanna kill him. We wanna we wanna be able to talk to him, so you might want to bash him in the leg oh, so he yeah. can't run away.
5: That's that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll bash him in the leg. There you go. Speaking of, of bashing, I've I've got something for you, Astra.
1: What is it? Hang on.
5: And I'll uh I'll go to my room, I guess. Sure. And I'll grab uh I'll grab the mace that I found in uh where'd I find it?
0: In the sisters' huts. Oh uh, yeah. Back in River's Ends.
5: In the sisters' huts. Or, technically, Astra found it. Uh, so I'll go get the the mace, and I'll bring it back, and I'll say, You've you've come so far in your training. I think you should have this now. I called it the Skull Smasher.
1: Oh, yeah, your mace. Yeah,
5: because I smashed a lot of skulls with it. <laughs> now you can smash some skulls. It's fun.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Keth. That's really sweet.
0: Now you have the mace of turning. Now
1: I have the mace of turning.
0: And what's the stats on that? It's plus... Is it plus two attacking damage or plus? through um, it all. Erased it, but it uh, was
5: a plus. I think it was plus two. Plus, I believe it was plus two. Masterwork plus
4: two. Does anyone know what they're talking yeah. about? Masterwork plus two.
5: Yeah. Masterwork okay. plus two. two okay. Okay. Plus two. Plus two. So what's
0: your proficiency modifier three? Mm-hmm. For what? Your proficiency modifier. For proficiency w- bonus. Just
4: proficiency. It's right under plus, inspiration. Plus
1: three, maybe. Oh, plus three, yeah.
0: And then your strength modifier.
1: Oh, plus one.
0: So, normally, your melee attack would be plus four, mm-hmm. but because this is a plus two mace of turning, plus six. it's a plus six, but it's Oops. also 1d8 plus your strength modifier, but the damage is also included with the plus two, or no, it's 1d6. 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 So, it's 1d6 plus your strength modifier plus two. So, plus three total. Plus three.
1: So, One 1d6 d- plus three. Yep. Okay.
0: But if you hit an undead, it's 2d8 is what we said? I think so. Yeah. So if you hit an undead, it's an added 2d8. So it'd be 1d6 plus 3 plus 2d8. It's
1: a
4: pretty badass mace. Okay. Cool.
1: Cool. I don't know how to weapon.
4: No, that's what you've been,
0: you've been trained by Keth.
1: <laughs> no, but I oh, don't know Deirdre. how to weapon. Deidre
0: doesn't know how to weapon on a character no. sheet. <laughs> I do not. Uh, and you also have your shield
1: upstairs? Uh, Sure. Because you're going
0: to start using a shield yeah. as well?
1: And am I, or do I have my breastplate on? Yeah, you already? have your breastplate okay. on. Yes, I would like to start using my shield.
0: All right, so that's gonna bring you to your full AC, which is 18? Yes. Cool, and then Kath, you got that 20 with the buckler on, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all some defensive motherfuckers right now.
4: Yo. Yep. <laughs> Astra's gonna be like a battle wizard? A battle wizard. <laughs> nice!
0: A battle bard. <laughs> Battleport.com. <laughs> all right. So we'll fast forward to later that night. The two of you have found a spot on the north shore of Lake Vias by a big oak tree. Do you all want to climb up inside? Yeah.
1: Yes. All right.
0: Give me athletics checks to cr- to climb up that tree. Seven. Eleven. All right. So Astra, you jump up and grab hold of a pretty thick branch and you pull yourself up and you swing your leg over. You're having somewhat of a difficult time, but you make it work. Kath, however even though you can reach the branch because of your height, you can't seem to get yourself like leveraged to pull yourself up. Weirdly. Like you can't do a pull up.
1: This tree trunk's too wide. I'll lower my mace for him to grab. All right. Uh, assuming that I can pull him up. Sure. You're helping
0: pull him up. Give me uh, a acrobat or an athletic check again, kathy with
5: advantage. 23. All right.
0: With Astra's help, you manage to do a pull up. And you get yourself on top in the branch of a tree. Thanks. You can see all the way down the north shore from here. And as the night goes on, you wait for the man to show up. And eventually, he does. You see the shadow of a man walk up to the lake. He looks left and right suspiciously, and then pours a large jar of that glowing liquid into the lake. You're currently 100 feet away. Do you take action now? Uh, I'll look at Astra. How uh,
5: how how far what can, you, can you hit him with your... your ice bolt
1: from here no we might have to get a little bit closer
5: we should we should try to be sneaky
0: so do y'all want to climb out of the tree stealthily you should try to
4: climb out of the tree stealthily
1: yes (laughs) sure
0: does breastplate give you disadvantage on
4: stealth um i think (laughs) i sure hope it does Mm. (laughs) it sure does
1: well i think the breastplate was the one even though it's heavy it doesn't
0: yeah, it does not give you disadvantage on yeah, stealth. That's why I chose that. Because yeah.
1: Because my, like, I'm really good at stealth. I'm, like, really good at stealth.
4: <laughs> now, wait, does she have one of those breastplates that's, like, weirdly made for the female form to where it has, like, <laughs> boobs and shit?
3: Batman nipples.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Asher,
3: are you going to get defensive here? <laughs> <laughs> he started
0: it. I Dope. was making the
1: Batman comment. <laughs> I mean, women have nipples and boobs. Whatever. But. I don't know, I haven't designed it in my head yet.
5: I would assume, yeah, it was just going to be a breastplate. (laughs) It's just weird. It's not like a War to Warcraft, like... Crop top breastplate. Yeah, but
1: it's yeah just, like a push up breastplate yeah. where it's just like, I didn't have boobs that now they're just overflowing. Yeah, I always wondered
4: that because it's like boobs come in different shapes and sizes. And it's like, do they have to make legendary ble- breastplate for every like, mm-hmm. shape size. and size yeah. and for every like female warrior that may come through?
1: Nah, I like to think Astra's pretty uh, conservative. Oh. She just has a standard breastplate that might be slightly. But shaped for a woman. She's Joan but, of Arking it. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, what,
4: what say what is standard? Like, I mean, what are the standard beauty norms? Of- <laughs> <laughs> you right, right. We could talk about this all day. <laughs> see, y'all, see, y'all think I'm being sexist and I'm being the opposite. No.
1: We can talk about things. I ain't judging.
0: <laughs> all right, let's give me the stealth checks. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
1: Fuck. Well, if that would not have rolled off. Um, that is an eight.
0: 14. Kath, you easily kind of get yourself out of the tree and like a. You're basically doing like a hunting maneuver because you've done this before as an orc barbarian from the lands of Athern. But Astra, you're not quite. You haven't gotten quite used to your breastplate yet. And as you are climbing down, your shield that's strapped to your back kind of just clunks back and forth against your back. And then you look over at the guy. And he looks over at y'all, but he doesn't move. How uh, how dark is it outside? It's pretty dark.
5: Is it feasible that he maybe can't see
0: us? You assume that he can see you because you can see him. Like you can see like the silhouette of him in the darkness.
5: All right. So I'm going to like start casually just patrolling like around uh, kind of going... Trying to cut him off essentially from his escape route, like where he came from.
0: Okay, so you're gonna like head like diagonally ish into
5: like the suburbs of the lake? They're trying to cut him off from the suburbs, like in the lake. And I'll I'll just be like casually, like, (whistles) 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 while
1: Keth is kind of distracting (laughs) him, I guess, or just doing whatever he's doing, I'm gonna take that time to jump out of the tree.
0: Oh, you're already out. Oh. You just made some noise I, okay. getting out.
1: Okay. Well, um, never I, mind. I
0: totally thought Keth was about to pull, like, the...
1: Act like you're kissing me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Astra's a classy lady. Um, not that you're not classy, Keth. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, like, what? He's right there. She's, like, 12. Okay. Um... It's okay, so I'm out of the tree. While he starts to walk off in this one direction, I guess trying to like flank him. Basically. I'm going to start walking towards the other direction. That would be into the lake. Okay, so we're in a tree. <laughs> this is The dude. tree is
0: on the shore of the lake. He's on the shore of the lake. Keth's going diagonally where he might walk away. Mm-hmm. And so you've got. So
1: then I'll go on the other side of him, wherever that is.
0: The other side but of is, the lake.
4: Is the lake so big that they can't. Like I think
1: I see what she's doing. But, you're like, you're I don't both think on we... the
0: north shore. The lake's pretty big. Oh,
1: and he's on the north shore. He,
0: yes, the lake. The north shore is very, very long because mm-hmm. the lake is very large.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that there's shore on either side of this guy. Like he is.
0: If he's facing the shore, yes, there's shore on his left and his right.
1: Okay, so one of us is going to be on his left, and the one two of, us... of you
0: are on his
4: right.
1: Okay, so I'm going to walk to his left.
4: But it's you so only far that it's only walk the shore
1: far. towards him. Okay, so I'm going to walk with Keth, and if um, he tries to make a, a run for it or anything, we'll both kind of cut him off.
5: All right. Uh, one thing I do want to note is I am wearing my noble robes right now.
0: Okay. So as you approach
5: the man's like direction as he
0: leaves, he kind of just stays on the shore for a minute, and then when he sees that you're starting to go like towards his path, he turns and watches y'all. You assume he's watching you because he's looking right at you, like his his body's facing you. And then he starts to like walk
5: parallel with you, away from the lake. Okay. Uh, about how far away is he from us at this point? We'll say we'll say sixty feet. Okay. So we're we're just kind of like casually strolling along, like we're you know out for a, a walk or whatever. And he's pretty much doing the same thing, right? So I'll uh I'll turn and I'll look at him and I'll wave and I'll start to like walk over towards him. <laughs> Uh, give me a deception check. Blessed uh.
4: day. <laughs> hello, friend.
5: Gritness. <laughs> 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 halt, you fiend. Uh, well, hello over there. It's a pleasant night out,
0: isn't it? You see his like head twitch at you real quick, and then he starts to walk quickly.
4: Where are you going? <laughs> Clutching his purse.
1: <laughs> Kath, you're making a scene.
0: And uh, he's about to get like to the corner of a house and you are about to lose vision of him. Like a house is about to be between the two of you.
1: Astra,
5: hit him now and I'll take off running. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to hit him?
1: Uh, hey, we just want to talk real quick. What's going on?
0: Uh, <laughs> with Keth running, um, I'll give you a persuasion check with disadvantage.
1: With disadvantage? Excuse me. Um, 13,
0: 13. Uh, He starts to run. I'll give you like, because you took that action to try and persuade him, I'm gonna give you a ray of frost shot if you want with disadvantage. Yeah. But it's with disadvantage.
1: Okay, so it's a spell attack. Yeah. 11.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, the ray of frost just hits like the corner of the house he's about to duck behind. And uh, let's take initiative. Astra, the ray of frost blasts into the side of a house, and you've lost sight of him. It's your turn.
1: Okay, I'm going to run ahead and try to get...
0: To the corner where he like dipped behind, or are you like going to go a different direction? Like, Are you going to trail his footsteps?
1: I'll trail around, just to be safe.
0: Okay. You run 30 feet to the corner of the house, and you have not expended your action yet, and you see him like going between two other houses about to lose vision again.
1: I'll do another Ray of Frost.
0: All right. 21. 21's a hit. Give me the damage. 10. All right. The Ray of Frost hits the man like square in his back, and he falls to the ground, and you hear like a clay pot like break at the impact of the ground. He's face first in the dirt. Mm.
2: Dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like that one song.
0: Kath, it's your turn. I'm going to go uh, run to his body okay you run over to his body and you see like frost has like covered his back and he's like slowly crawling with his hands like on his
5: hands and knees and he looks up at you and says
2: Whoa! i'll
5: put uh i'll put one finger to my lips and go
2: shh i don't have anything and on I'll, me
5: i'll uh i'll put my hand over his mouth and then i'll just like pick him up <laughs> i mean it's uh it's late at night right it's safe <laughs> to say there's not like anyone around here give me a grapple check Twenty-three.
0: All right, you actually win, but it was close. You uh put your hand over his mouth, and you like pick him up, and like have him wrapped around like your back to your belly. And Astro, you wrap around the corner, and or you see this unfold after you like hit him with the Ray Frost.
1: Cass, what are you doing? I got him. (laughs) Uh, Okay, now now what?
5: I don't know. Now we gotta we gotta find somewhere to take him. Okay. I want to. I do want to look down at the clay pot. Okay, that broke. Was it something that he was carrying? It's what he emptied the liquid out of. Okay, so it's just an
0: empty clay yeah. pot. Yeah. You see, like some like residue that's glowing still
5: inside. Astra, pick up one of those pieces and let's go back to the manor.
1: Okay, I'm going to very carefully pick up whatever I can. Um, maybe like wrapping it in a piece of cloth or something. Okay. okay.
0: Like, uh, do you? What do you want to wrap it in?
1: Is there, like, enough liquid to, like, get some up, like, into a container? Do
0: you have a vial or anything? I
1: have wa- a water skin that I could toss out. Sure. Okay. I toss out my water skin there,
0: and... You would get, like, maybe, like, a teaspoon of liquid in it. It's fine. Okay. i like right. that. <laughs> Give me a um, a sleight of hand check. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Uh, 13.
0: All right. You managed to get some liquid out of, like, that was kind of sitting in a broken piece, like a big broken piece, and... Uh, pour it into your empty water skin.
1: Cool. All right, maybe we should uh, go back to the trees, get away from these houses.
5: Yeah, good idea. Mm -hmm. Shut up! Mm -hmm. I'll (laughs) I'll
4: punch him in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
5: (laughs) I wonder why that's so funny to me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) A mugging. Yeah, you guys are the criminals here. (laughs) Dave, can you
5: make that noise?
3: Can you... (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> like make it sad. <laughs> uh, how how
5: far away is our manor from the lake? It,
0: it's on the southwest side,
5: so you'd have to like walk a lot of the lake. How many minutes would it take us to get there?
0: Five for ten ish.
5: Okay. Is there like a thick? thicket of trees somewhere. Is that the right word? Not really unless like you want to get like
0: in the water because then you have like the reeds that are sticking up and like on the shoreline.
5: Okay. Uh, as we're like walking towards the, the lake I'll say oh, don't, oh, which, what tree? What?
1: what? What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> what, what tree? Yeah. I mean I assume there were like Like the several. big oak
0: tree that you were at?
1: Yeah sure. Okay.
5: So you take him back to the big oak tree that you were at that you hid in? Okay. It's a it's a big tree yeah it's a big old oak so i'll put it i'll position him to where like his back is against the tree and he's facing the lake opposite, yeah facing the lake opposite of the houses okay and uh as you put him down on it like you're just basically sitting him down yeah
0: okay uh you put him down do you like keep your mouth your, your hand on his mouth the whole time
5: yeah like as i'm sitting him down i'll say astra do you have any rope
4: what about some pliers, <laughs> <A> <laughs> screwdriver? H- Hold on, A Kat. Sock d- full of nickels. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hold on, Kat. I don't know if that's necessary yet. Let's just let's just try to talk to him. But all
5: right, you listen to me, and I'll get I'll get like in his face, and I'll say if you try to run, I'm gonna bash you right in the head.
0: All right, give you the limita- intimidation check.
5: Se- seven. <laughs> <laughs> He nods. And I'll uh, I'll slowly remove my hand from his mouth.
1: Uh, uh, what are you going to do to me? Well, first, tell us what you were doing with that liquid. Why were you pouring that in the lake? Uh, I, I'm just an alchemist. I was... This just stuff that wasn't working. Why would you pour it in the lake?
0: You start to hear bubbling. From where?
1: Behind, behind us. you. So the, the water lake. element, dude. God damn it. Yes. Everyone loves Raymond is over. (laughs) Commercial break.
0: Perfect. You turn around and look real quick and the water is like rippling towards the shore. And you...
3: (laughs) everyone loves Raymond. And you
0: see the elemental come out of the water he says immediately like as he's like as you see like the head of his body come
5: out. You said you were going to stop this. Oh shit, I forgot I told him to meet us out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we well, we got him. Oh, is that him? Yeah, but don't do ah, anything.
1: Why are you?
5: Wait, we got to find out why. Mm.
1: I feel like that's not the same I, voice. Probably not the I'm same not voice. Yeah. I really, really nah. don't he was very calm. He's mad. Yeah, he's a lot sadder. He mad yeah, though. He's mad now. She's like, I like. Everyone loves Lucy. <laughs> no. The I like think Eeyore. the voice itself is,
5: is about the same. It's like very tree beard. Just his emotion is different. Yeah. yeah. He's
4: mad. He big mad.
0: I'm just a healer. I, I'm just trying to practice this potion.
5: What kind of potion? Uh,
0: there's, d- there's a disease that's getting spread around here, and I, I've just been trying to cure it. Oh, what is that thing?
5: Um, can, can I... Th- how, how do we feel about, like, what he's telling us? Do we feel like he's honest? You tell... Oh, like, you want to give me an insight check, then? Yeah. Okay. 13? 13.
1: 13.
5: You
0: feel
1: like he's telling the truth?
0: He seems really terrified. Okay.
1: What kind of disease are you talking about? It's it's the purple tongue. What is the purple tongue? It, I
0: mean, it's not fatal or anything. It's just people taste acid all the time. I'm just trying to cure it. But this concoction's not working, so I've just been pouring in the lake. I didn't know that something bad was happening.
1: Why would you think pouring anything in the lake would be a good idea? Oh, what else am I supposed to do with it? You know that the lake is home to creatures. No, I didn't. I didn't know the water elementals were before, below the surface. Well, you've been killing their children and their dad is not too happy about it. Give them to me. Hold on, hold on.
0: I'll take him to below.
1: To below. Not below, <laughs> to, blow. Blow. <laughs> to below. Yeah. <laughs>
5: uh, have we ever heard of, of Purple Tongue? No. Okay. Um. I mean, I guess you
0: give me a medicine check and see.
5: We said it, He said it was a plague?
0: It's a disease that's, like, being spread around right now, he says. Seven? Uh, no, you've never heard of Purple Tongue.
5: Well, we've we've lived here for months, and we've never heard of Purple Tongue.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know why. I Do you pay attention to that kind of thing?
5: We would have heard about I it. I mean,
0: I'm a healer. I make potions all the time. I just don't have the touch of magic, so I have to use alchemy to do it.
5: Does he have uh, a backpack on? No, so the only thing he had was his clay pot yeah he's just in his like noble robes and a clay pot <laughs> so he de- he does look like a noble then yes okay he's kind of old
1: who trained you in alchemy uh, I was I learned as a kid okay well you sh- you need to learn a safer way to get rid of your bad potions <laughs> oh, oh okay okay
5: wait a minute Astra did you did you get some?
1: uh yeah, I got a little bit
5: let me, let me see it
1: okay I am. Keth
5: the vial, <laughs> the water skin, the water skin, yeah. And then I'll put it in front of him, and I'll say, "This is your fail potion. Drink it." What? Well, why would I drink it? If it's failed, it's going to do something bad to me. Well, how did you know it was failed? If you didn't try it, it's
1: not the right color. Keth, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea.
5: Then what else shall we do?
1: That, I, I don't know.
5: Moral decision. He seems, oh, yeah, he seems very
1: distraught. Like I'm gonna like pull Keth to the side. While... Ooh. Hold, calm down. We're, let us talk about it. So ca- he he seems really upset. Like I don't think he honestly knew that this was happening. <sighs> I think it was an honest mistake.
4: I'm just gonna say something that a wise man once told me: ignorance of the law is not a defense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but this isn't a law.
5: <laughs> yeah, but he's ignorant. Yeah. It's the law of nature, and he ain't defending himself very well. No, surely they they have some sort of environmental friendly laws here in and yen.
3: There can only be so many lakes to fish from.
4: Exactly, you're entrapped. There's in darkness. a whole river.
5: Okay, well, then, so there's
4: a lake and a river.
3: Doesn't mean you're not going to want some freshwater fish.
4: I yeah. think we're we're thinking Big in terms bass? of like law, where I think we should be thinking in terms of there's an angry water elemental, <laughs> and he like he would Ooh. kick the ass of anyone here. So. Whatever he says is the law.
5: Where's your... Sh- I'll uh, I'll go back over to him. Okay. And I'll say, where's your shop at?
4: It's in the basement of my
0: house. It's not a shop. I just... I practice alchemy. And
5: I'll kind of look back and forth between Astra and the water elemental. <laughs>
4: I'm missing my everybody loves Raymond for this. <laughs> the Jeffersons are on next. Robert is my favorite <laughs> character. He sounds just like me. I wish I could move on up, but no, I have to sit at the bottom
5: of this lake. I'd
4: like another piece of the pie. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: I want to move
5: on up
3: to this east side.
4: Uh, <laughs> to this north shore. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the way he walks? <laughs> it's so prideful. <laughs>
5: I'll uh, all right. I'll turn to the water elemental and I'll say, "All right, Mister Mister Water Elemental." Yes, give him to me. Well, he he didn't know he was poisoning you, so from now on, and I'll turn turn back and look at him. He's not gonna pour anything else in this lake, are you?
0: Give me a persuasion check. Twelve. Okay. If he ever comes near this shore again.
5: He's yours. I will drown him.
1: You hear that, dude? Yeah, I hear it. All right. Think about where you're disposing your failed potions next time and how it can affect other creatures. I'll,
0: I'll make metal barrels and I'll, I'll put it inside and mark like
1: hazardous on the side or something. Okay. Sounds better than what you're doing not sure if that's the best option but <laughs> <laughs> it's better than this can, can, can i go
5: i'm just standing there with my arms crossed not i, I Kath still doesn't doesn't believe in so much he the just knew he was poisoning the the lake i mean with ill purpose i can i can i can give you something what i i have potions back home well, we don't uh,
0: healing potions and some some magical stuff
5: that I've been tampering with. Well, we don't want to just take your stuff. If you're if you're telling the truth, where... I'll tell you what. Tell us where your house is, and we'll come visit you tomorrow, and we'll browse your wares, and maybe we'll buy some things I from mean, you. I I don't sell them. I just I give them to the people to help. Oh. Well, if you want to give us some stuff, that's fine, too. And, Mr. Water Elemental,
0: I'll try and make something to help. Mmm. He turns as he like starts to lurk back into the water angrily.
1: I don't know what that means, to y'all. I, I don't think you want to come back to this lake. Okay. No, but I live here.
5: Well, which which house do you live in?
1: Two houses away from the shoreline. Well, I'll find.
5: So was he like at his front door when, when he, know?
1: <laughs> he was getting there. <laughs> well, maybe the next time you visit the lake, and you're not pouring potions into it. Maybe you can just wander a little bit further down the lake. I probably wouldn't come out here late at night either.
0: That's probably a good idea.
5: All right, I'm going to go home to my wife. All right, which, which house is yours? It,
0: he points at one of them.
5: All right, I'll, I'll, I'll be coming to visit you. Oh. Kind of like cut, cut eyes at him.
0: I mean, we can just do it now if you want. Okay, I guess I'll escort you back to your house. He leads you to the backside of his home. And then as you're walking by like a window, a sweet smell of desserts fills the air. You see a woman in the kitchen through the window baking some sort of pie or cake. He quietly opens a set of cellar doors
5: and walks down.
1: What's going on, Dave?
5: (laughs) At this point, I just kind of like look down at my feet. (laughs) I'm like, oh,
2: oops.
0: (laughs) Do you follow him? Oh, yeah. Sure. As you enter the basement, he lights a small candle and it illuminates the whole room, much more than a normal candle would. As you look around, you see he has an entire lab down here. You see this chemistry set flowing with liquids from one side to the other, and then on, wall, on one wall you see multiple shelves of potions he's
5: already made. So, do you need anything in particular? And I'll just kind of like look around, like, whoa, I don't know, Astro. What, what do we need? What, what could help us find, find Felly? He like starts to like quickly scramble through
0: shelves. He's like, I got, I got some really good stuff here. What, what about like a remove disease?
3: Wouldn't that technically work for purple tongue? <laughs>
0: it, it doesn't work on purple tongue though. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? Oh my
3: god. Oh my god.
1: A, a remove curse, maybe? Um, do you have anything to like locate a person? Mm, you can
0: I have this one that you can like pour on an object and code it and then you will you'll be able to find it, but not a person.
1: You, you put it on an object. Yeah, it's that like an
0: oil. Like you, you can put like this oil on an apple, and then if you have the way, if you have a way of locating it, it'll help you locate it.
1: So you're trying to locate something that you already have.
0: Yeah, it's like a security measure of something you already own. Okay. Like find my iPhone. <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> sure. Um, what else you got?
5: I mean, I got the traditional healing potions if you get in fights. You know, I get in a lot of fights. I'm the champion, after all. Who Who are you? I'm I'm Kat, the giant slayer. I'm the champion of Yen. Oh, are you a gladiator? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm a, the gladiator. I don't go to the fights. Oh, why not? They're scary. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> they're, they're not that scary. I mean, I don't
4: want to watch people die. I'm trying to help people.
5: Well, that's fair. I like you. What? What's your name?
4: Jeb. Y'all accosted and fucked up the most wholesome dude <laughs> <laughs> in the whole,
5: <laughs> like, city. Well, I'm sorry I beat you up, Jeff. Jeb. <laughs> Jeff is mine, yeah. Slip, <laughs> Jeb.
1: This poor fucking dude. <laughs> I still don't I just, trust them. <laughs> I didn't want to come here at all, Ken. <laughs> You're ruining this guy's I, life. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable.
5: <laughs> Listen, Jeb, I don't think there's anything that we need right now. But me and me and my companions, we well, we're we're heroes. So, you know, we might need something from time to time, so I'll uh, I'll come visit you. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you need something, just let me know. I can hopefully make it for you. That would be great. And uh, I, w- I want to reach into my backpack and uh, pull out pull out a coin purse. Okay. And throw it at him. Oh well, I want to the count- whole coin purse. <laughs> Not the whole coin purse. <laughs> I, I want to count out hundred gold, which probably would take some time. <laughs> 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 <Into my backpack. laughs> you just give him a handful of gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so here, well, take this. What's this for? Well, this is this is for what you're going to be making us in the future. Oh. Okay, sure. I'll just smile at him, like.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, so you don't hate me. That, like, toothless orc smile. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, all right, Keth. Let's get out of this man's hair.
5: Yeah. It was nice meeting you, job It was nice meeting, nice meeting Keth. Yeah, Kath, the giant slayer. And
1: I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Astra.
0: Astra. It's nice meeting you all, and I'm sorry that I was causing problems. It's, it's
1: okay. It's okay. Now, Now you know that you were harming someone and we we didn't mean to frighten you we're sorry but well y'all
0: have a good night and he starts to like kind of lead y'all out the cellar you you too Jeb
5: now I feel kind of bad
0: Belamir, as you exit Aaron's lab in the tree, that roar from some creature echoes in the distance. You walk around this great greenwood tree to take a look. The snow is thick here in the forest, but it's so thick that it has iced over and walking on top of it is like walking on a frozen lake. This roar appears to be coming from the east. Uh, can I
5: tell how far away it is?
0: Because you don't know the beast itself and like know its roar, you can't tell if it's so deep that you can hear that it's so close, or if it's so loud that it's so far away. Do I remember where my village is in relation to this tree? It's actually to the east. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go in that direction then. All right. As you head east deeper into the forest, you feel a sense of nostalgia. Something is similar about this area. You recognize trees even though they are covered in frost. And as you walk into a clearing, you realize that this is your home, your village, the tribe of Nylodon. The foundations and ruins of homes are here, and as you investigate the area, you can see that something destroyed your village, and where your home once stood, it no longer does. This abnormal winter frost could not have done this, though. Something purposely destroyed the village. You lift a plank of wood that may have been the wall of a home. Scratch marks almost an inch wide embed the wood. The claw marks you find seem to have three strikes close to each other. A beast of some kind must have been the cause of this attack and as you poke around further in the village, you hear a sort of moan. It sounds like it's coming from beneath some debris. Uh, I'm gonna rush over there and see what it is. You lift the debris and see the decaying face of a wood elf. Its pale, diseased skin is rotting, and its eyes glow a dim, dark violet. As it sees you, it lurks forward at you trying to stand up. You take a couple steps back, prepare an Eldritch Blast, and then you hear several more moans around you. Give me initiative. 10 undead wood elves limp slowly towards you. You're first. Um,
5: Jesus. Okay, I'm going to uh, position myself to where they're all on one side of me. Okay. And take a Eldritch Blast shot at the closest one.
0: Okay, give me the Eldritch Blast shot. Uh, first one's a 21 and the second one is a 17. Both hit. Alrighty. That's going to be 15 damage total. You shoot two Eldritch Blasts at this undead that's closest to you as you're like running around a corner and you just blast him to smithereens and he just becomes like an ash of flesh and debris. And as you make it around this corner, you look around and you see that more undead are coming in the direction from the way you are running. One of them lunges forward for an attack with his claw. This a 13 hit. Defender wins. So, you easily dodge out of the way, and it's your turn. Oh, man. Oh, I think I'm going to have to run. I think I'm going to flee. All right. Because I can't. I'm beat up. Where are you going to run to? Uh, I guess I'll run just out of the village, whichever way is close. You know, whichever side of the village I'm on, I'll just run to the away from it. Okay. You know? You'll pass by two undead in that case, so they will get opportunity attacks. All right. This is a 17 hit mm-hmm. for 6 damage. And as you make your way away from the undead, you're still running through the village. Give me a perception check. 16. You see a glowing, bright, lush green light coming from behind some wooden debris. It will take your action to move the debris. How far away is the nearest undead? 30 feet, and they're moving slow. I'll, I'll go use my action to okay. see what it is. As you lift the debris, the glow dims to nothing, and you see a spear hidden there. The head of the spear is thick at the tip, but at its connection to the staff, it has a hole in it. You pick it up quickly, and as you hold it, recognize it's the village chief's spear. You remember that there was a floating stone in the hollowed-out area of the spearhead, but that stone is not there now. Hmm. Uh, can I detect magic? See if I can maybe locate it if it's nearby? You cast Detect Magic, and the only thing in the area that you see that's magical
5: is what's on you. In that case, I will continue my
0: escape. Okay. You continue to run, and you have to, like, run through the ruins of the village in order to do this. And more and more undead are popping out of different spots. Give me a wisdom save. Twenty-two. You remember that this spear harnessed the power of elements. Harness the power of elements. Uh, specifically, do I remember like what it, how it did that, or what it did? Not really. No. The the chief kind of just kept the spear to himself. You don't know anything about it, really. So, but would it like bring rain and like shit like that? You know what I know. He used it more in a hunting sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Elements like earth elements or like the four orb elements. Question mark.
5: Um, okay, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I'm in a position to where I have some time. Like, okay. away from the undead, you know, get a couple... So you dash a little bit. Yeah. And I'm going to pull out the
0: stone that I found. The fragment? Like, the thing that Aaron had? Yes. That you buried? Yes. Okay. So that, that icy shard that he had created. Does that look like it fits in this spear? It doesn't fit in the sense of size. Mm-hmm. Um, do you kind of, like, measure it up to it? Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of, like, you know, do some eye tests. With As it. you, like... L- take the fragment of this ice shard or whatever he created and put it close to the spearhead almost magnetically it pulls it into the hollow area and it starts levitating in the center of the floating stone the fragment brightens with a small white aura around the spearhead and as you place both hands on the spear and prepare a defensive stance with it against these undead the white aura pulses with increasing speed and then an electric pulse shocks the spear and a ripple of lightning spreads from the spearhead down the staff to your hands and up your arms. You feel an arcane energy rush over you, like when you first found your tome called the Creator back in, the, back in River's End. With this new energy, you shoot out a couple of cantrips of Eldritch Blast in quick succession from the spearhead at the undead knocking them all to the ground. They each lie still after this pulse of energy, and after quickly defeating this horde of undead with a surge of power from this magical short spear, You feel the energy connect with you and grow dimmer. You can sense it lies dormant within an empty pocket of your life force. You have acquired a plus two magical spear. This is plus two attack and damage with the spear, but also plus two to attack and damage with Eldritch Blast. Cool. The roar echoes deeper in the forest to the east.
5: And also, real quick, can you remind me what Remora said to me that I have two days to do? You have two
0: days to bring balance to this land. All right. You stand there still kind of shocked at what you've acquired. You analyze what you have done here so far after Remora left you. You assume he would return if you have completed your duty in bringing balance to this land. There must be more to do if recovering Aaron's fragment and harnessing its energy in this spear did not complete that task. You sense that whatever beast or creature this is that roars in the distance needs to be exterminated from this land. You prep yourself for the coming battle.
5: Yeah, I guess I'll... It's coming from the east, you said? Yeah. I guess I would probably attempt to make my way to the eastern side of the village to where it's like behind me and then the beast would be in front of me.
0: Okay. And try to find a place to rest at that point. Because I'm also extremely injured. As you make it to the east side of the village, you find a nice spot next to a tree that's frost over, and you kneel down, and you kind of do like a small meditation for a little bit. Let's roll some hit die for your short rest. And I'm gonna use
5: all of my hit die, I believe.
0: On high alert, you move yourself quietly through the forest. You eventually reach a chasm, a large, naturally circular pit. Looks like it may have been a sinkhole that's now a couple months old. You creep to the edge and look over. Give me a perception check. 15. You feel a thump in the ground, and it is increasing like something's running towards you. You turn around just in time to prepare yourself for impact as this monstrous beast tackles you into the pit. You stand up from the fall and prepare yourself defensively with your spear 10 feet away. In front of you is an owl bear. Give me an initiative. What? Fucking owlbear.
5: <laughs> of all things. This is what destroyed my village. <laughs> an owlbear. You guys owlbear. It's a five...
0: Owl bear strikes first. It lunges forward from 10 feet away and attacks you with its beak and claw. 26 for the beak.
3: 16 for the claw. Those both hit. Uh, I can assume this thing looks like what I'm imagining it to look like pretty much. <laughs> like a big ass bear with a goddamn... Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> An owl hit.
1: That's... Oh, okay. I still thought there might be That's some wings somewhere. That's why I was somewhere. looking at you because I was like... Thinking about you trying to figure out what it looks like to draw it.
0: You take 18 damage from the attacks. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke as a reaction. Okay. Is it a dexterity save for him? Yep. Three. Uh, That's a fail. Uh, 22 damage.
2: Yay, Valmir!
0: Get him. The Owlbear. Oh, no. It's your turn because that was a reaction, right? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, You got this, dude. Mm, Do I? Let's see. All right, I'm going to I'm going to cast Shillelagh. Okay, for your bonus action. For my bonus action, and then I'm going to cast Blink. All right. And stand in an attack stance and hopefully disappear. <laughs> and I do. Nice. And don't forget life force. Yes. The owl bear stands stunned as you disappear. Uh, give me a stealth check because he can he attack you at all? Like does he have a chance to hit you? I'm in the ethereal plane. So, so he has no, no chance okay. to hit you. Yeah. Okay. So never mind, then you don't have to do a stealth check. He stands still, unsure what to do. It's your turn. How far away is he from me at this point? Well, y'all were right on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't move on your last turn, then you're still right next to him. Okay. Uh, In that case, I'm going to reappear behind him. Okay. And make an attack. That's a surprise attack, so I'll give you advantage with it. All righty. And I'll go, I'm going to make a melee attack with the spear. Okay. 26. That's a hit. So that'll
5: be a d8 plus 2 plus. d6. Well, Source.
0: it's a d8 for Shillelagh. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, 11 damage. So you take your spear and you lunge it into the back of this owl bear and you dig it deep into its back. It kind of falls to its knees, but it's not down yet. All right. It turns to attack, but do you get to blink again? I do. Okay. And it is a fail. All right. So he turns to attack and, like, swipes with his claws. And this time it's a 12. That's a miss. But he has multi-attack. So he tries to beak. And it's a 12 again. Rolled the same number. It's your turn. I'll make another melee attack. Okay. 17. 17's a hit. 10 damage. As you swipe and slash with this short spear at its face, you dig a deep cut across its cheek, and it kind of cowers for a second. Give me an intimidation check. 23. He critted. Oh. But he stands still and readies himself for another attack, but I believe if you blink again. This is true. 18. So I'm gone. <laughs> and he swipes at you just as you disappear into the ethereal plane. And it's your turn. All right. I am going to reappear. 10 feet away from him and shoot two Eldritch Blasts at him. All right, give me the attacks. First one's a 15. That's a hit. Second one's a 26. Both hit. That's uh, eight damage total. As you come back out of the ethereal plane, you have your spear ready and aimed at him and you launch two Eldritch Blasts from the staff and you see the energy build up from the backhand on the spear. And you see the force energy like shoot all the way through the spear to the tip and then then out towards him. The force damage impacts him twice and he just falls to his side, but he gets back up and he starts to charge towards you as you blink. And I'm gone. <laughs> you disappear again. <laughs> oh my God! This has never been this successful for you. Yeah, no, no, it really hasn't. <laughs> nice. And he lunges through where you would be, and kind of like skids on his feet and turns and looks around, and you see he definitely seems terrified now, like he's about to lose this battle. He is. And he's ten feet away because of his charge, so you actually don't have to move unless you want to. Nah, no, I'm appearing back in the same spot. Okay. And I'm gonna fire off two more eldritch blasts. Twenty-eight. It's a hit and a 13 that's defender wins oh. so the one hit come on eight damage just on the number <laughs> he had 59 health and you he was at 51 boom the eldritch blast pulses out of your spear and launches towards him and it hits him on the side of his face throwing him into a spin and he falls down to the ground and lays still you have killed the owl
4: there.
5: Right.
1: Does he now get the aspect of the owl bear?
4: Yeah, can I yes. turn into an owl bear now? <laughs> you need a beak. <laughs> nice cloak. <laughs> 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 Owls who do not do that Yeah, so. no, <laughs> they do not.
1: Who, <laughs> 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 bitch?
0: <laughs> As the owl bear lays still on the ground, you feel that pressure shift you had felt in the library back in Yin. You turn and look around and see Remora walk out from behind a tree at the top of the chasm. Very good. This owlbear killed everyone you knew back on Lathansis. And that icy fragment Aaron left behind turned the land into a trap for those that die here, turning them into the undead you vanquished back in the village. In less than a day, you have achieved what I expected you to fail. Wait, so you're, you're telling me that... Where did this bear come from? This sinkhole here, this chasm. It was spawned here because of that fragment that now sits in your spear. So this is all my fault. He puts his head down. The reason my village has been destroyed and and Aaron is dead is because of me, because I left. Not because you left. If you would have been here, you would have died as well with them. Damn. It seems my search for the Arcane Well has caused more harm than good. The bigger picture seems to be what you have focused on. This little piece of land that you grew up in may not be important to you then or now, but what you hold in your hands now is the world. The Arcane Well is your quest. And I believe that your decision to follow that years ago was the right thing to do. And I will support you on your quest. But it, it, still, just, it still doesn't make any sense if... Aces is in danger, as you know. The orbs are returning. Your group has found two of them already. Though they may not be in your hands, there is a secret there that you must find. The orbs know something we do not. Not even I know. But you, you created them. They're sentient. They may be inanimate objects to you, but I know that there's life within them. But don't... do you not regret creating these orbs? Not at all. If I wouldn't have created the orbs, it wouldn't have brought balance to the world 750 years ago. The world doesn't seem very balanced now. It was much worse then. Should I continue my search for the arcane well, or should I focus on the orbs? I think they're intertwined. On your search for the arcane well so far, you've found two. This is true. Fate has chosen you and your companions. You... do you know of this Fasush? Fasush is a lesser guardian, yes. I don't trust her. You should. There's only one guardian that causes harm, and he's locked away for good. Hmm. Maybe... maybe if I do cooperate with Fasush, it will momentarily take me further away from the Arcane Well. But... but in the long run, in the bigger picture, it may make my goal even closer. This is your decision. No one controls your destiny, not even I. I think I know what I must do. Good. Are you ready to return back to Yin then, to your companions? Yes, I am. Walk with me. Now, I guess climb out of the sinkhole. You climb out of the chasm and you stand next to him, and you see the area around you fade into streaks of bright light. Remora guides you through another astral walk back to Yin. Hey, companions! First off, I wanted to let you know that all the music we just used in Fellow Mirror's section was by a friend of ours named Bradley Turner. You can check out his music at alabamaartmusic.com. He was gracious enough to throw a couple tracks our way as he binge listens to the podcast. The boy has gone through probably 30 episodes in less than a month. Quite impressive. I also have some exciting news for you on this episode's mid-roll. Some of you Twitter followers probably already saw, but we have finally locked down and scheduled our second anniversary live show. It will again be happening at the amazing Alchemy Tavern in Mobile, Alabama, and we are so very excited to get to do this again. It will be happening on December 14th, and Radhams's other podcast Twitter sitters will be joining us on stage. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit to get details on the live show. And I really want to take the time to thank our new patrons on our Patreon. Thank you, Bradley Zimmer of the Fate of Eisen podcast. Thank you, Bajorn Yeager. And thank you, Dave Lahr, for increasing your monthly pledge amount. I've let money stack up for the last couple months and all of your pledges are going towards the needed supplies for the live show this year. I'm hoping to send you all some goodies as well. Also need to take the time to thank some of our Apple podcast reviewers. I'm not sure where we last left off on our podcast review shoutouts, but I'm going to do a few just in case. Thank you to w 94 Sam Mesa, Ash Ketchum, Bass Brother, I'm So Violent, Tycarus, Damian the DM of the Adventures of Aurelia podcast, The Real Super Tramp, and Lucas from the Ballad of Seven Dice podcast. And if you didn't know, on our Reddit, we are doing posts for every episode and want to get you involved. Come talk to us. Come tell us what you think about specific episodes. Ask us questions. Discuss theories with other listeners. We'd love to hear from you. Lastly, thank you to BattleBards for allowing us to use your music and sound effects on the episodes. If you want to check out their music, sound effects, soundscapes, and monsterscapes, head to BattleBards.com. You can use promo code Forbes to get a discount on BattleBards Prime, so go check out their awesome sound library. Now let's get back to the episode. Finch and Doroth, you and the cadets have been following Polby the sewer goblin for a couple hours through the sewers of New Kalia on the Rodanian side of Yin. Turns out there is a lot of rats down here.
2: Mm.
0: And Polby wasn't lying when he says he eats them all. After your group kills one of these rats, he quickly hunkers over and digs into this raw, dead, 10 pound rat. He'll tear at the skin of the rat, pull its neck to the side, and find little slivers of muscle to chew on. He doesn't seem to care for the fat of the rat, so he takes the carcass and throws it into the water of the sewer. And he lets it float down the sewage water to go outside. All right now, be quiet here.
4: The coke is just up ahead. These guys aren't going to be happy to see you down here. Hope you're ready for a fight. Are we still running into rats? Not Wait anymore, now. Okay, never mind. Pulby, do you know how many we
3: can expect? Mm. I don't, but there's a lot of them in the cloak themselves. How many? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to count, but I know how to speak in cobbling. As, as many as many rats as we've killed so far? Definitely as, but definitely more than the fingers I have.
0: And he shows that he has three fingers on both hands. And...
4: That's not saying much. Oh
0: well, yeah, but I mean, I have lost some
3: fingers to these rats. I I see. I guess I'll turn around and look at all my men. Like everybody ready?
4: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
3: All right, notch your arrows. As you round the corner
0: of another pipeline, you see torchlight up ahead on the right. Polby whispers, "All right, I'm not gonna, fall, I'm not gonna follow you up in there. But that's where they are. Once you're done with whatever you're doing, just come back this way, and
3: I'll lead you out. I promise." I'm gonna do insight on that to see if he's actually gonna wait. Okay. <laughs> Eighteen. You think he's gonna wait? I'm gonna say, "Thank you, Polby," and I'm gonna stick out my hand to shake his.
4: <laughs> am i still on the back of the uh the orc sure bork bork the orc. bork the orc how could i have forgotten <laughs> um can we say that during the whole time we were fighting the rats that i was just on his back pointing to, <laughs> to rats for sure. him to get all right sure. but still making like battle grunts as if i'm doing <laughs> shit.
0: as you sneak closer you peek around the corner finch your head is at the floor of this cubby area where the cloak have made headquarters there are tables everywhere with assortments of goods on them, makeshift bunks line the walls, and you see a total of eight men scattered through the area. What's the plan?
3: Um, as I'm looking in, like, do I see like an armory section, or did I see that they're each like have weapons and armor on? Or they're each well equipped right now. Yes, leather armor, short swords, long swords, ranged. Give me a perception check.
4: May I do the same?
0: Yes. I got a twenty-three. I got a nine. You see that two of them have crossbows. All
3: right. So where we're about to come in, is there like places that I can see that would be easy to like start taking cover?
0: You can throw the tables that are in the area into cover.
3: All right. I'm just going to kind of look back at my guys and just kind of like, everybody ready?
0: I want to give them a thumbs up. They all give you like silent SWAT team style nods. All right. Because I think I'm just about to walk up in this bitch.
4: All right. I rub my hands together in anticipation. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm
3: trying to like <laughs> think of my opening line. I should probably write it down. But uh,
4: companions, um, Spider-Man, I presume.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna the Batman.
4: has <laughs> returned. <laughs> you know,
3: I just saw that. I guess Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker. Oh yeah. shit!
4: Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
3: They released like a picture of him, and he doesn't. He just looks like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I like Joaquin though, so I hope he does well. All right, so I'm gonna Nacho, and I'm going to walk in there. Just going to walk up in there. And I mean as I start want- to round the corner I'm going to start talking. Do you want them to follow you? I'm going to get I'm going to actually point at Connor and tell him to come over. Okay. And then whoever else is kind of next to us, I'm going to be like help Grun up when the time comes. They all nod. Okay. Then I'm going to climb up. Okay. You want to do it stealthily or?
0: Sure. Okay. Give me a stealth check. 13. As you're climbing up and getting yourself ready to speak, you see that uh, some of them are like turning their heads towards you, but like the tables blocking their vision of you really. And so you climb up onto the platform and then you stand up and two or three of them are already looking
3: at you. Well, I'll just start waltzing out. I want to do this very cocky-like. Okay. Um, And so I'm going to come out. I guess maybe I won't be pointing my bow at anyone until stuff starts to get pointed at me. I'm Finch Cartwright of the Crimson Command. The cloak is to officially disband immediately. There will be peace on the line. There will be peace in Yin.
4: Now, where is he now
0: in the room? They have just climbed up onto the platform where the cloak is hanging out in this, like, cubby of the sewage sewer. And he's just, like, basically right in reach of you, if that's what you're asking.
4: Okay. Never mind, I'll wait. One
0: of the bandit men, the cloak kind of take a couple steps to- steps towards you, as like, as you finish what you're saying, like almost immediately, the men start kind of chuckling under their breath. This one man though walks towards you,
3: just not like close to you, just takes a couple steps. Who the hell do you think you are? I just told you I'm Finch Cartwright of the Crimson Command. I
2: don't
0: answer to you.
3: Then who do you answer to? Me. Well, now you answer to me. Get out of the sewers. No! Stop the thievery now. You can't leave now.
0: You know where we're
3: stationed.
0: Get them, boys!
3: Finch, you're first. Okay. <clears throat> well, I've been saying I have my bow out this whole time, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to plant two in this guy's chest. All right. Give me the attack. He's just wearing leather armor and holds two short swords. First one's a 14. That's a hit. Second one's a 20. That's also a hit. All right, so one damage is nine, the other one is seven. And whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a whistle. I can't whistle. Oh, well, shit. Hold on. Neither can pinch. Feel like a, i'll what's find the, i'll the... find like a command whistle <laughs> i turned to do the mocking when <laughs> i can't remember how it goes he just, he just <laughs> oh, did it. it it's okay
4: blow your brains out <laughs> on i'm just TV. like in the corner <laughs> like... <laughs> it's the same melody from that fucking bomb the music industry song which one uh blow your brains out on love tv oh yeah oh yeah it is. it's the same melody i never realized that goner <laughs> <Connor>,
3: table <laughs>
0: And on your command, the cadets rush in, clashing with the bandits. They flip and break tables in their approach towards the bandits, and now it's the bandits' turn.
3: Oh, that dude didn't die. Are we here to kill them? Is that? Uh, sounded to me like they're not gonna let us leave unless. Yeah, it's that's true. We're with def- us being dead, so I'm not gonna die.
4: We're defending ourselves at this point. I mean, you gotta capture one of them. right? Mm. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Do we? <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. If it's within our our uh. Best interest to do so. Don't
5: you want answers about what? About the <laughs> what do you mean? About what?
3: <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, I'm putting them out of business.
5: What? Oh my god, well, never,
4: yeah. never
3: mind.
5: If that's what you think, then that's what you
3: think.
4: Nah, the whole <laughs> thing, never mind. Is we think that they're connected to something greater because they put someone up to. Stealing something just to get our <laughs> attention—it seems like.
3: Oh man, you think that that was done purposely right in front? I thought to we get came our to our that conclusion. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. Wait, that. which
4: one? That the person that we were led down here by a person that we caught shoplifting, right? Yeah. They yeah. T- they told us that that the cloak put him up to it. Yeah. And yeah. he was supposed to get caught by us. No. No. I don't that remember him happen? supposed no. him to be caught. No. Okay. No. He nobody. was just put up to it. Okay. The person
5: that he stole from. He was intentionally stealing. Like they were giving up something. Yeah, it was, it was a handoff. A, yeah. Oh, okay. And it was the bag with all the rubies in it. Gotcha.
4: The magic rubies.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I totally forgot about that, and the fact that I have one on me. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck, I forgot that. I totally too. forgot about okay. the rubies.
3: Yeah.
0: One of the bandits gets close enough to attack Connor. It's the leader, and hits. A short sword slashes across Connor's chest, and then he brings his shield up to block the dual wielding man. One attacks you, Finch, on your right side. Does a 16 hit. Yes. A short sword hits you for six damage, slashing your side. Dorth, your turn.
4: Um, I'm going to hold my turn until it's the cadet's turn. Okay. Because well, I'm on the back of one of them.
0: It is the cadet's turn now. Okay. And so they're all
4: yelling and rushing forward. Well, can I use some of my turn to tell the guy or Bork to To go along the wall, like once he steps up on the platform, go along the, uh, I guess southern wall
0: here. So, like, you want to go along the ditch of the?
4: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you could you point out that you want to go towards the ditch, and he starts yeah. running that way. Let this
5: way. So this is all just like a shelf into the ditch. It's like I, I imagine, like kind of like a subway, like that's like the track of the subway. Oh.
0: Okay. The cadets rush forward and make attacks against the bandits. Connor hits the or attacks the leader
4: for a hit. Let me know before it's Bork's turn.
0: I mean, they're they're all on the They're all on the same turn, so it can be now.
4: Okay, I'm going to uh, use my turn and use vicious mockery against uh, facing right now. All right. I'm going to uh. Point my rapier at him and say, uh, come on, Bork, let's get this guy. He looks weak. He shouldn't even try. 13. Nope. He fails. That is 2d4 damage, and he has disadvantage on his next attack. Alright. So six damage. The cadets
0: continue to battle and clash with the bandits. And Finch, we're back to your turn. All right, how bad off does this leader guy look? Uh, he's got like two wounds and he seems to be fine though. He seems to be handling them all right.
3: All right. So, if I just like kick over a table, is that like going to be my whole turn or just like
0: Well, now there's not a table between you and the bandits. Oh. There is a bandit right on top of you that's not the leader. He's he will attack you on the next turn. He didn't have the chance to on this one. Okay.
3: I guess with my words, I'm going to tell Connor, well, I guess maybe pointing at the leader guy, keep that one alive. Aye. And then I'll... uh, So If I get two attacks per turn, was Hunter's Mark an entire turn? It's a bonus action, so no. Oh, yeah, I can just do it whenever. All right, I'm going to put Hunter's Mark on this new fella.
0: Okay. The one that's right next to you?
3: Yes. And I will take two... Longbow shots at him. With him being right on top of you,
0: you'll have disadvantage on the attack because he's right next to you.
3: Don't wanna do that then.
0: You'll wanna go melee in this situation.
4: Or melee as some people say. Melee? It annoys the shit out of me. Super Smash Brothers melee.
3: Could I try and like grapple in the way that like I could maybe like grab him and like throw him over my hip like off the platform into the water? Two of your cadets are behind you in that situation. Well that wouldn't work then. All right, well I'll just try and charge and tackle this dude to the ground. Do you not have a sword or something? I have a sword. I'm a mountain. Punch his face in. <laughs> All right. right. So you're just going <laughs> to tackle him to the ground? I guess, sure. Yeah.
0: If he's wielding a sword, does he get an opportunity attack in this situation, Stephen? Are they already within melee range of each other? I wouldn't think so. But, I mean, if he tries to grapple him to the ground and the other guy has a sword, would that, be dis- would that give him an opportunity attack? I don't think it would give anyone an
4: opportunity attack. Yeah, they're already so close together. I have one more like... idea. Could I, like... Kick
3: him like a straight kick in the chest to try and push him back as one action, and then take a arrow shot for the second one.
0: I would allow that. I'd like to try that. So you want to shove him for an attack? Yeah. And then to get the distance to
3: shoot. Yeah.
4: I know in Dark Souls you gotta like push in on the right stick and hit forward at the same time just to do a little kick. (laughs) It's some bullshit. All
0: right. So you want to try and basically grapple, shove him away, and then shoot him with a bow. Mm-hmm. All right, give me an athletics check versus his athletics check. I got a 10. Um, I got a 22. All right. You kick him in his stomach area, and he just kind of like falls like five feet back, and we'll say he's 10 feet from you now, so he you won't have disadvantage on the attack because he's also kind of stunned from the shove.
3: Okay, and then, yeah, now I'm going to take a longbow shot. Um, 14? 14's a hit. Five. Five damage. That bandit lunges
0: forward towards you, Finch and attacks for a critical. That's going to be 12 damage. <clears throat> takes the short sword and impales it into like your left lower side, like where your kidney would be. And we're just going to kind of let combat rain on the outskirts other than what's going on with Dorth and the leader and Connor because the leader needs to be we need to keep track of the leader so all the other bayonets are basically being kept by your other cadets okay except for two that are across the room still that you just noticed who shoot crossbows at y'all one at Bork and yourself Dorf. all right and that's going to be a hit on both of you probably so that's an 18 yes so we'll do a even odd situation even it's you Dora I got a one so Bork gets hit
4: my steed.
0: And then the leader attacks Connor for a crit. Your turn.
4: I'm going to take out my rapier, well, which is already out cuz I was pointing with it. I'm going to swipe downward at the uh
0: You know it's a piercing weapon, right?
4: Uh well, I'm going to poke downward <laughs> at the uh the the man in front of us, the the gentleman. Okay. In front of us. That's going to be a 13. 13's a hit. Damage being. Fucking three. Yeah! Bork takes a big
0: swipe at this guy that's right in front of y'all that you just poked with the rapier.
4: What weapon does he use? Bork? Yeah. It looks like he's got an axe in his hand. A
0: big giant maul is what it is. It's a maul. Okay. He swings down. And he actually give me a dexterity save Holy door shit. as he's right. like swinging back over the top of his head. Christmas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're both Christmas. Okay. Oh God, uh, he hits you with the mall. Merry Christmas and you take 13 <laughs> damage as the maul hits you in the head, like right in the forehead, oh, God! and you fall off of him into the sewer water. <laughs> okay. And then he swings it down at the bandit in front of him and loses grip, and the maul is on the ground in front of him in between him and the bandit. Okay. Connor attacks the leader for a hit. He uses a longsword. Connor's doing work.
3: Great. I'm going to give this whole bunch of real locker room pissed yeah. off coach talk when we get back.
4: <laughs> this is the most sorry sack of crimson my members I've ever seen. You let them pull down their pants and fuck them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, what was that from? Some coach said that Like he went into a locker room with his like high school team and said, you let them pull down your pants and fuck you. Right? <laughs> 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 Whoa.
3: Uh, Fitch, we're at your turn now. All right, I still got this one guy in front of me. Yeah. All right, so he's still got a Hunter's Mark on him. I totally forgot to add the D6 damage to that, so I'm going to get him this time, though. All right. Now he's injured, so Hunter Colossus is coming at him, too.
0: You going to shove him again?
3: Um, yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, I'm no swordsman. I suck with the sword. You've never used it. (laughs) I feel like I've tried. All right, I'll break out the sword. I'm a a sword at him. All right. What's that 10 for?
0: That's if you, if you use draw, two hands. Yeah, if you oh. wheel it with Well, I
3: only hands. got one sword, so I might as well use both hands. That's true. <laughs> one sword, two hands. So, what is that? Is that, <laughs> is that a D10 then I need to be rolling? Yeah. Okay, I don't
0: even know. If, if, ta- if you hit, you gotta do the a hit, the D21st. Uh-huh. I hit. He hit. <laughs> 18
3: plus 6.
5: Yeah,
0: that's a hit. D6, D8, D10. All right, that's 19.
2: Plus.
5: Oh.
0: 22. Mm. 22 damage. You bring your long sword from over your back and you cut across his chest, like basically cleaving halfway deep into his abdomen and just a diagonal from his left shoulder down to his right kidney. And uh, he falls over dead. <laughs> <laughs> you just drop the sword. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't
3: never killed a man like that before.
2: <laughs>
0: the leader attacks Connor for a 25, 16 is probably a defender win. Connor gets hit with a short sword and Connor is not looking good now. So Finch, the bandits that are around you are not focused on you anymore, so that you can know that for your next turn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're focusing on the cadets around you. The one that, that you uh, did a vicious mockery to. Yes. Attacks Bork, but he has disadvantage, right?
4: Cause he's hurt emotionally.
0: Yeah, he's hurt emotionally and that's gonna be a big ol' six mm. against Bork. So Bork dodges and picks up his maul. And it's your turn, Doris. Wait, I'm it, sorry. The crossbows, okay. the
4: crossbow guys. Uh, one shoots a crossbow bolt at Bork. I'm going to use cutting words. Okay. I bet you'll miss. And then what's the, you wanna roll it? Oh, it's gonna be a minus seven.
0: Alright, that makes it a five on the attack. So the bolt flies over and then just into like the ceiling and then into the sewer.
4: Can we say that I was poking my head up sure. out, out of the... <laughs> yeah. Just give a little fist pump? Yeah. Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> then we are on your turn, Darth.
4: Uh Can I try to climb out of... Am, am I tall enough to climb out?
0: You can uh, reach with your hands with a jump, and then you'll have to pull up with an athletics check or an acrobatics
4: check, whichever will, one you prefer. I will try that because it will be funny. Uh, acrobatics... That's a 19.
0: You climb out right next to Bork.
4: Uh that's my turn though.
0: No, you can that just moves your that just halves your movement speed so you can do
4: something after that. Uh I want to run up and try to stab the guy that Bork is fighting in his uh shin calf area. Okay. Uh give me the attack. <laughs> uh yeah. That's going to be a 12.
0: Defender wins. Mm. So he just kind of does like a little dance step to get out of your way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Bork attacks him, picks up the Maul and attacks him though for a critical. Nice. These guys are good. 12 on the D12. Uh, the Maul caves in this bandit's head and just blows at the smithereens and the Maul is like sitting inside of the neck at the abdomen.
4: Can we say that I saw that and tripped back into the? <laughs> the
0: water? Yeah, let's let's give me a uh, give me a wisdom save, Doris. Okay.
4: So sixteen.
0: Uh, you steady yourself in in fear, but okay. like you lose footing on the edge and fall into the sewer again.
4: What? the? Wow. The,
0: and then Connor attacks the leader. Uh, Connor swipes with the sword and misses the leader. Pinch, your turn. Connor's not looking good.
3: Yeah, I'm going to yell at Bork and go and uh, say, help Connor, keep them both alive. But what about the crossbow guys over there? Go! (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I'm going to transfer my Hunter's Mark from dead guy to one of the crossbow guys. One of the crossbow guys? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, shoot at him. All right. Try sharpshooter. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was actually, I meant to to do that. Is that so? Am I minus five into this roll, though?
0: You minus five on the attack. Okay. And it's 10 to the damage. Extra 10. Okay. And you can do it on one arrow and then not on the second arrow. Okay. All right. We'll see.
3: Ooh. Not going to be the first one. But yeah, you missed on the first one. Going to try it again. Do it. Sharpshooter? Yeah. All right. Nope. Rolled a five that time. I'm back. <laughs> All right, you sh- you try to
0: line up r- two really strong shots on one of the crossbow bandits, and uh, you miss both of shot both shots. The leader attacks Connor again for a seventeen, which hits. Connor gets hit with a short sword and stabbed like right in like right right below his rib cage, and then like pushed into the sewer, and he's like in the water unconscious now. Good God. No other bandits are attacking significant characters. So, Doroth, your turn.
4: Can we say that since I only weigh a pound and I'm in the water that I can swim pretty quickly? You don't feel a
0: pound yourself.
4: Yeah, but and to the... To the water? Yeah, like in the... Can he walk on water? Well, (laughs) I still weigh a pound, but like...
0: No. Okay. You still have to make swim checks.
4: I still want to try to swim to Connor.
0: Okay. Uh, Give me a athletics check. Hmm.
4: I'm re-rolling that with a lucky dice, and that's gonna be a 14.
0: All right, you make it over to Connor.
4: And I want to, uh, (laughs) I wanna cradle his head in my hands, and use Cure Wounds. All right. Dwarf makes things better. It's gonna be nine.
0: You see his eyes flutter open, but he does still seem kind of like, unable to get himself to move.
4: Well, we're down here. We're handling it. he's alive.
0: The cadets finish off two of the bandits, and then Finch, one runs up to you and attacks. And I'm assuming a nine misses. Yes. Uh, so there's one in melee range with you now. Mm. Finch, it's your turn.
3: So he's pretty close then, huh? The There's one bandit that's close with the leader,
0: and then there's the two crossbow guys across the room.
3: But there's that guy coming at Yeah, me. he's right on top of you. Well, dang it. You can delay. Yeah, maybe I'll delay for a second.
0: All right. The leader attacks you, Finch, on your other flank for a twenty-three. Oh, that certainly hits. For five damage for the first sword, and then he's dual wielding. Uh, the second is a twenty-one, assuming that hits. Mm-hmm. For four damage, so nine total. Or what I say first time?
4: Yeah, it's nine five, total. Yeah, mm-hmm. nine
0: total damage. And the other bandit attacks you too, Finch. Flanking you. Fuck. 19. I'm assuming that's a hit. Yeah. Uh, five damage as a short sword slashes your back. And just as you turn to do something, like two cadets, like tackle the bandit behind you, and then uh, Bork is standing behind the leader. But it's
4: Doris' turn. And the two crossbows cross- are still up. Okay. Um,. Can I can I use my movement to get back onto the platform and climb back on top of Bork? Is yes. that too much movement?
0: I mean you can get to Bork. He's gonna have to help you get on top of him.
4: Well he of course he will, yeah. right? Yeah, he probably will. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. So you get close to him and I was just gonna stick my arms out. <laughs> let, <laughs> oh, me see he, let me see
0: if he notices you with a perception. You're not hiding, so I'll give him advantage. <laughs> but you rolled a two on the second one. Uh so 11 i guess he sees you good and he picks you up he throws you onto his shoulder all right and then it's you and the cadets turns but you only have an action at this point
4: basically well i'm gonna point my rapier at the crossbow gods say, onward but finch said the leader they're still shooting us <laughs> he's charges across the
0: room at the crossbow guys <laughs> Uh, he gets to the one on the cross, like one of the crossbow guys and attacks with the maul for A25. Kick his ass! For 15 damage. Yeah, the, he kills <laughs> <laughs> He kills that crossbow guy with the maul. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: but he's positioned himself to where you can reach the other one with your
4: rapier. Fuck yeah, I'm going to try to poke him in the eye. I'm going to to poke towards his eye with my rapier
0: all right give me the attack uh nine that's a miss i know (laughs) uh but you're standing next to the other crossbow guy so on your next turn you'll probably kill him with bork's help oh yeah two of your cadets tackled a bandit to the ground um and are like attacking like in a fight with him Mm -hmm. and then the
3: leader's standing next to you finch
0: and no one's flanking him with you so it's just you and the leader now yeah uh, and,
3: uh, this is my delayed turn now.
0: Yes. Okay. I forgot you delayed. I'm sorry. Um,
3: so I'm going to... How how bad off does this guy look now?
0: He's he's getting
3: pretty roughed up. But he, he isn't hurting too bad yet. Not yet. All right. Well, I guess I'm going uh, to try and stick a sword in him without killing him. All right. Give me the attack. He's damaged, correct? He is. And I guess I can put Hunter Colossus on him. I think you can't move it until I mean, you Hunter's kill the target. I mean. Oh, wait. No,
0: you... He,
3: Bork killed your target So mm-hmm. yeah you can move it To whoever you want <laughs> <laughs> Alright so I'm going to Transfer my hunter's mark Onto the leader now too Okay Alright longsword. Here we go It's a uh, It's a lot again It's like 23 or 4 or Alright okay, that's it um, Use this again I'm a double hand How much damage Did I do this guy? <laughs> I don't know How much damage Did you do to him? Well so far I've done 17 damage and I've still got a, a D6 to roll. I wonder if I should stop rolling now.
4: You could do subdual damage.
3: I don't think that's a thing in D5, in really? D5 anymore.
4: Really? Why? It's so useful. I don't
0: think it's a thing anymore. I think a, I think a knockout is just getting them to zero. Okay. 18.
4: You know you're getting into D&D D deep when you're hoping to roll low.
0: <laughs> you take your sword and you just stab at him and he kind of like... Clinks it to the side, and then you pull your wrist and then swipe a slash across his stomach. He loses his footing and falls into the sewer. You're not sure if he's dead. He's now
5: like underwater. He's gonna have some gnarly infections. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, And then you look around and you see that there is the the bandits that are close to the main group where y'all started have been killed by the one, by the cadets that have wrestled one to the ground, and Bork is like. Getting his maul ready to attack the other one.
3: Yeah, if I can scream, Bork, don't kill that one.
4: Let me do a perception check. Can Two. I? Can I do a perception check? Yes. Okay. Um, 24. You hear him.
0: You hear Finch say, "Don't kill that." You see, you, you hear Finch tell Bork not to kill that one.
4: As he is, he already like mid swing. He's like in ready for getting ready I, to swing. I want to try to grab his hand.
0: <laughs> give me
4: a like you wanna hold it? I wanna well, I'm not gonna be able to, <laughs> to hold like to stop him, but I want him to at least feel that I'm trying to stop him and say, Wait! I'm gonna give him another perception check. Okay. This is Bork now, so you might have to have like an automatic disadvantage <laughs> on any. I mean he's
0: in a fight, so yeah, I'm gonna give him disadvantage. And it's a nine, so I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say the DC was ten because ten is easy. All right. But you're holding on to his hand. I.
4: Well, I'm assuming if I grab hold of his hand, it's not going to stop his arm. So you're not so, like
0: gripping it. You're just trying to like, like, hey. Yeah. Okay. All right. He attacks, and then we'll see what the damage is if he kills him or not, it's fine. or the attack. Oh my god. The attack is a fourteen. He in the D12. He one-shot it, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last time. Like a fucking champ. And that's 10 damage. <laughs> a bandit has 11 hit points. Hey! <laughs> it, it is literally 11.
4: Yep. Nice. <laughs> Jeez.
0: I knew that. The crossbow bandit that gets hit by Bork's Maul is just knocked to the ground and you can see like he kind of goes limp. His arms just kind of stiffen and he seems really really hurt.
4: <laughs> okay, are we still in combat?
0: Uh we're going to call it at this point because every bandit's now on their back.
4: Okay, as I'm climbing off of Bork's back, I want to like just pat him on the shoulder and be like, "That'll do, Bork. <laughs> That'll do." <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm jumping down
3: to check on uh We're going to say he's dead. The one in the the leader is
0: dead. The one that's alive is the one that Bork just paralyzed.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm gonna assume like looking down i just see this guy face down blood drifting in all the shit water and i'm gonna kind of turn around and start walking towards bork and the down bandit
4: okay and me
3: and my, and my good buddy Doroth. thank you and, all right uh, yeah i'm gonna go over there and probably take a knee next to this dude
4: and <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna look up at finch and be like he's in bad shape
3: is there anything we can do
4: I can stabilize him.
0: Try. <sighs> Blood just starts coming out of his mouth.
3: <laughs> okay. You see, his chest is pretty much like caved in.
4: <laughs> will, oh my god.
3: Pa- Paralyzed. <laughs> or actually, I, I I, Dorothy, you can you can speak into someone's thoughts, correct? Something like that. S- Telepathically.
4: Sort of. I have abilities.
3: Ask him who else is here.
4: I mean, we can just ask him that. <laughs> Get this. <laughs> Just give me a second. I have abilities. And I want to get up next to him and cradle his his head in my arms. And whisper, and whisper in his ear as he's spitting up blood and viscous shit all over everywhere. <laughs> Doroth makes things better. And I will heal him. I have not made things better yet. Hold on. Oh, uh, He gets... Seven. <gasps>
2: life, life, the first life, one was life, better. life. Uh,
4: He, like,
0: leans up out of your lap and, like, is, like, resting on his elbows.
3: And we kind of, like, put a hand on his shoulder and look into his eyes. How many more of you are there? There's a whole network of us. How big?
0: Bigger than you.
3: (laughs) Who's the real leader around here?
0: You mean the cloak? Yeah. No, the cloak. (laughs) You'll never find him. You'll never find him. <laughs> <I'll> slap him. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an intimidation check. Christmas. miss. <laughs> he rolled a three, I'm so you would have better. <laughs> he like moves his chin, like moves his face as he sees it coming, and just kind of dodges your your slap. Like you basically just fingertip his cheeks.
3: What do you know of the rubies? <laughs> what rubies
4: there's so many rubies in this room what uh, are they for uh hold on i think s- specifically this one and i'll pull it out and unwrap it It's just a ruby to me <laughs> here touch it i don't wanna put it and on i'm just gonna put face. it up against <laughs> his his body ah! <laughs> uh. i'll pull it away <sighs> just a ruby huh i don't
0: know what that is This is a black market down here, look around.
3: Where are the others?
0: When you look around, you look at the tables, there's just a bunch of like weapons and jewels and everything on these tables in the room. He doesn't know what these rubies are.
4: How is it that we always end up in situations where we have to like brutally torture somebody?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Where is the rest of this guild? What do you mean? Is it all interconnected through the sewers? You don't even know who's involved. I'm trying to figure that out. I I can't even
0: tell you how high it goes up.
4: Well, hold on now, hold on. Let's just start from the beginning. Who is the cloak? I don't even know who he is. Well, you know something. I've seen him. Well, that's more than I know. What's he look like? He wears a lot of
5: black.
0: Keeps his face covered. Horns and a tail. What? Give me a uh, wisdom save, Doroth.
4: I don't don't need to give you a wisdom save. (laughs) No, I need you to give you a wisdom (laughs) save. Okay, Crit-mas.
0: Finch, as he says that out loud, you see Doroth, like, kind of go to a knee and, like, scoot back away from the man. And, Doroth, give me give me a perception check. Ten. You start looking around furiously, trying to, like, see if something else is around, because you're actually very terrified right now. Oh, yeah. And you look over where, like, y'all entered the pipeline, and you see Velmere's head poking up from the sewer.
4: What? Fuck, he's there.
0: I'm going to turn. You turn and look, Finch. Nothing's there.
4: But it's still there to you, yeah. Dorothy. I'm going to point. He's right there. Velmer's right there. I'm going to pull out my my rapier. I don't see anything. I'm going to get behind Bork.
0: And as you get behind Bork and then you go and peek again after make like breaking the eye contact with Velmere, he's not there anymore when you peek back.
4: I'm just going to take some deep breaths and look back and forth and then turn back towards the uh the archer that we we captured. Velmir is his name, isn't it? I don't know. He's just the cloak to me. We answer to him. I'm going to look up at Finch and say nothing.
3: Is the cloak confined to Yin or does this spread beyond the darkness? I didn't even know anything was beyond the darkness till you guys showed up.
0: We all know who you are.
3: Oh, yeah? How do you know who we are? The rumors have spread through Yin for months. Tell me the rumors. Five
0: people getting here through the darkness? Y'all are legendary.
3: Yet you show me no respect. I don't care who you are. If I tell you anything, I'll die. And you're just going to kill me anyways. So just kill me already. <laughs> uh, when he says that, I'll just kind of turn around and go, Bork? And then I'll start walking around the room, I guess. As you do that, uh, the man just lays back and puts his head on the
0: ground and just kind of like starts cackling. And Bork caves in his head with them all. God
4: damn. <laughs> I'm going to go to the, like, jump back in the water and go to the spot where I thought I saw Vellnir and just splash around in the water. <laughs> oh, you did it! You got him, huh? You see Polby standing there? Like, Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. What? What? Uh, uh, he was just here! Who was just here? There was a man in a cloak and horns! Did you see him? He was right here! A man in a cloak and horns? i never seen anybody like that
0: before. I've seen a rat with cloak and horns, though. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, whatever! You saw no one right here. There was no one here.
0: Nope. I've been
3: slowly sneaking up as y'all were fighting. Well, looks like you finished
2: it. What are you going to do with all this stuff here?
3: I'd like to actually kind of investigate the room a little bit. You investigate
0: the room, and it's basically just a bunch of black market goods.
3: And I don't know. I just noticed. Probably all stolen stuff. Is there any other, like, passageways or anything that looks like it would lead to something else? There is a ladder
0: on the other side of the room that could go up to, like, the streets of New Calia.
3: All right. Um, So I assume there's way too much down here for us to carry. Oh yeah, there's like
0: twelve tables filled up with goods.
3: Is there anything I can find that looks like of importance? Or is it just random like coin and jewel and random coin, jewel, weapons, clothes,
0: armor? Nothing seems special now. All
3: right.
0: Um, Not with an untrained eye, I guess you could say.
3: Pulby. What? Yeah. Can you tell me what's up this ladder? Well, the streets of Nucalia. You don't want to go up there, though, not if you're not a citizen of Rodania. That's a good point. I mean, I, I work for the king, so I mean, I could go up there if I want to, but I just don't have a reason to because I kill
0: all the rats and I eat all the rats. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, God. Um, Are you ready to go? Yeah, I think we've done all about what we can do here tonight. Kay. Should I tell somebody
5: about the stuff down here?
3: Let's consider it yours for now. Mine? Until... Mine? Poby, until I come back. Oh, Grab yourself a fistful of gold coin, it's yours. You've earned that. Okay, all right, I got my coin. Y'all ready? Well, it feels weird to like take all this stuff because it's all theft anyways, but I guess I don't want to leave it here, right? I mean.
4: If you leave it here, I think you can safely assume no one's gonna come find it.
3: Except for the more cloak people. The guy it oh. seem like it was pretty, I don't know. I-, I thought I could leave it and be safe, but now I'm over here overthinking it maybe. Or maybe I'm thinking about it just right.
4: Oh, uh, we could go tell people about it immediately. I mean, Captain right. Finch, I don't think we can carry
3: all this stuff. Maybe we should just tell a guard or something. Yeah, all right. Everyone shove some gold in your pockets. Let's roll out.
2: Woo!
0: <laughs> they all start grabbing coin and rubies and emeralds and anything currency-wise they can find.
3: Cool. I'll also do the same for myself. I'll fill up a little pouch.
4: Dorothy is too shaken to do so.
0: Finch, you have 27 27, 270 gold. You find you take 270 gold for yourself.
4: I'm actually going to take that back. I should probably grab some gold because I now have no gold to pay for the (laughs) security. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll, I'll grab some gold too. All right,
0: you find 171 gold pieces.
4: Cool, I hope that's enough. All right, are you ready to go? Let's, yeah, Polby, lead the way. Let's please get out of here. All right, let's go. Follow
3: me. And he leads you out of the sewers.
5: Well, that's it for our adventure this week, companions. But make sure to follow us on all our social medias. You can follow us at Twitter and Instagram, at 4Orbs, reddit.com slash r slash 4Orbs, facebook.com slash 4Orbs, and you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash 4Orbs and become our Patreon for exclusive bonus episodes and content. And of course, leave us an iTunes review. It's greatly appreciated.
4: Bye!
0: all right Dorothy and finch give me some like combat grunts but not at the same time
2: (laughs) (laughs) on (laughs) guard
3: touché booty (laughs) 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 yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, take that. y'all gotta quit laughing. <laughs> I'm to I laugh.
1: just want to say, I just listened to the episode, and fuck you, Dave, for what? <laughs> Letting that be my battle cry.
3: I got to get laugh out of that. That was one. the
1: worst fucking thing. Like, <laughs> I was an, I was listening to that while I was cleaning at work last night, and I was embarrassed, so embarrassed. <laughs> this girl had no idea what I was listening to, and I was like, oh my fucking god. <laughs>
3: I like to kind of picture me and all my men. You kind of like you know like your uh, the movies. They're like in the plane going to like drop down in the war. They're all just kind of like sitting there, like maybe yeah. headphones in or something. And you think that I could get some, Zoogie <laughs> Zuki? Yeah. <laughs> Getting amped, getting
4: ready to go in. <laughs> That's the uh, the scene where they like do the exposition dump, where they're all meeting each other, like, "Oh, what's his deal? Uh, he's got a, he's got a sword, always has to taste blood when he yeah. pulls it out. <laughs> he's got a bow, never misses. But he does miss at one point, point. it's like a big plot point."
3: I have them out for potential use
4: yeah you want something <laughs> you <had> a response <laughs> I have them out for potential use oh <laughs> well, yeah man you know,
3: I, I look I make sure I get everything out every die out that I need I don't keep all of them out of their cage you know
4: then I, I see what you mean I don't I try to I try to treat my dice with respect as well when I'm rolling terribly I don't just switch to another set <laughs> I believe in my dice
0: And I will support you on your quest. Come here, Stretch. And stretch. so will Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the noble steed. Let's go. <laughs> and
4: my
5: axe. <laughs> Where's, where's my children? Oh, I'm going, uh, oh, it's about to start. I can't. Oh, no popcorn. Gotta go get my popcorn. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hurry. Oh, uh, Hurry. Oh.